When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's wintertime. When temperatures go down, the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more. What's up, people? This is You're Not Listening, the podcast that teaches you how to actively listen to music one song at a time. I'm Sean O'Loughlin. I'm Jim O'Loughlin. Also dad. And dad, right. Sorry about that. Before we get into the songs that we're doing, I want to A, first give a shout out and say thank you to Reverend Peyton from Reverend Peyton's yeah. Big Damn Band for yeah. joining us on the last episode. You guys really liked that episode, so you know we're, we'll try and get some more guests on in the future uh, yeah, to talk good about music, but that, that, was, one, yeah. that was awesome. Um, that was awesome for he's, Rev to come on and talk to us about Blues hilarious. music. He's what a awesome. nice guy. He's what a great guy. Yeah, if you haven't heard that episode, go back, listen to the last episode, check it out, and then come back to this one because it's really good. And we had an awesome conversation, and it's really long. So if you're bored uh, with family festivities <laughs> uh, during the holiday season and you need some time to block everyone out, that's a good one to do it with. So, like I said, before we get into the songs we're doing, uh, I want to say a couple things. Uh, we are now proud members of the Pantheon Podcast Network. You can check them out at pantheonpodcasts.com. We'll put that link in the show notes, but it's an amazing collection of a ton of awesome different music podcasts. So if you like this show, if you like music podcasts, then definitely check it out. There's some really good shows on there, and we are very proud to be a part of yeah, that that's, group. That's a nice addition. I'm, I'm psyched that we're in there. <laughs> Some really good company yeah, that we're lucky awesome. enough to be with. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, we're really, really happy, really excited to see what comes of this. And uh, and I'm really excited to dive into a bunch of these shows because there's a lot of good shows that look really good. So so check that out. Like I said, link in the show notes. And as always, make sure you're subscribed to YNL, wherever you, podcasts are podcasts. We are there. Make sure you hit that button to subscribe so you get all of our episodes into your device as soon as they come out. Contact us on social media. We are at YNL Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. And you can find us on Facebook by just searching the name of the show. Did I miss anything? Nope. Awesome. We're going to be revamping our Patreon page. So you can check us out on Patreon, but we're going to be kind of changing up some of the different um, tiers and some of the different rewards and stuff like that. So uh, give us a little time to kind of straighten that out. And we'll, we're going to do a relaunch of our Patreon page in the near future. So nice. So nice. look out for that as well. Now, let's talk about music. I don't have a joke today because I've been working all day and I just came straight. You got one? What do you got? Yep. <laughs> and I hate the idea that I'm, I'm doing a dad jokes because... That sounds just too predictable. It's supposed to be you doing the dad jokes, but I have one. You ready? <laughs> yeah. It's a music one too. So, uh, so I have this friend. He uh, composes songs about sewing machines. Yeah. He's a singer songwriter. Oh, nice, nice. I think I've heard that one. 
Did you or, send me that one once? Or so it seems. <laughs> Two Prada there. That's pretty that good. That's, That's pretty. Yeah, the double is pretty good. I actually. So I might have sent uh, you that. If you listen, if you listen to our um our Halloween episode when we had um Jonathan and oh, Crystal on talking about people. a song, um Jonathan posts a, a pun of the day every day, and and today he had a pretty good one. He and all it said was um the mall is having a blowout sale on candles today. Yes, we'll leave it at that. All right. I am talking about the song Reflections by the Mad Caddies today, which is a really cool song. We'll talk about that in a little bit. What song are you doing, Dad? I'm going to do a song by Mink DeVille, um, also known as Willie DeVille, uh, Mixed Up Shook Up Girl, that a lot of people probably have either not heard of or forgotten about, but it needs to be on your on your uh, your list. All right. Awesome. So we'll talk about that. But we're going to start with mine. We're going to start off with the Mad Caddies. So if you've never heard this song, here is a little taste of it so you can get an idea of what it is so that's the song we're talking about i highly recommend you pause this show go listen to the whole song click the link in the show notes uh for the youtube video or or go to the official you're not listening podcast playlist on spotify what's the title the song is called Reflections. Reflections by the Mad Caddies. By the Mad okay. Caddies. So <clears throat> go listen to it. Come on back and we will talk about it. All right. First impression. Wow. Unexpected. How unexpected. How cool is that, right? I love yeah, that song. Unexpected. I, I didn't expect them to go into the ska thing about, you know, that first... Uh, first after the first chorus so the mad caddies have another song that i discovered through pandora um and that's what led me to this one it's on the same album uh it's from the album called keep it going from 2007 and uh the song that i really love the most is called lay your head down but this one had a couple more things to talk about that i think is a little bit more interesting but Mm -hmm. mad caddies Anyone who who knows me well and like knows the music that I tend to listen to a lot probably understands why I really would like this song and the, and this band. Just some stuff from Wikipedia. It says the Mad Caddy sound has influences from broad rating, ranging genres, including ska, which yes. was pretty clear, uh, punk rock, hardcore punk, reggae, Dixieland, jazz, Latin music, polka, uh, and sea shanties. So it's like <laughs> all, all in one song. Right, and if you look at the cover of this album, it's it's a it's a jazz band. It's a photo of a jazz band in New Orleans, like New Orleans jazz. It's not um, it's not them. <laughs> it's not the Mad Caddies on their album. But that's the photo. So right. there is this album has a lot of kind of jazz in, inspired stuff, and I I think what I love about this song is it just keeps kind of surprising you with different things that it that it kicks in, and I remember having. I had one night at my best friend's house, uh, him and his brother, Mike Mike and Andy Leonardo, who we'll probably have on the show at some point because yes. they're big influences on me musically too. We, we had a night where we were just hanging out in, in their apartment and we would just pass the phone along and, and or Alexa or whatever and just play, <laughs> put on random Pandora stations. And then whatever comes on, we'd listen to a song and then pass to the next one. They would choose a random station that of someone that they liked. And this is one of the songs that came on and my buddy really pointed out that it's a really awesome muted trumpet in the beginning of it that has this really kind of 40s 30s and 40s jazz feel to it um which is really cool and i can play a little sample of that so you guys know what i'm talking about it's at the very beginning (laughs) 
and then it kicks into this with that really cool bass line. <laughs> kind of a cool walking bass line. Yeah, that's why I wasn't expected at all. Yeah, and the vocals over it are kind of like drawn out. They're kind of like drawly. But I, the, the thing that really hooked me the first time I heard this song was 45 seconds in, which is where it just kicks in. So that, and it's that, that doo doo before it kicks and into it the goes ska. In, yeah, it's it's really impactful, and it goes yep. into that kind of reggae dub ska thing. Mm, mm. And I love those those um, types of like chord <laughs> progressions. All I could think of when hearing the song, and this is actually the second time I heard it, first time I heard it, was when you told me about a week ago that you were planning on doing this song. I just thought, yeah, of course, this is Sean's song. This is exactly like- <laughs> I Sean. love that sound. Exactly what he would want. Stuff. I love that sound, especially when that I- stuff, so. Especially when I was in college, it was like that was like all we listened to was like Dirty Heads and yep. Slightly Stupid and OAR and like all that stuff. And all of those songs just had that dub reggae rhythm it's to it. Because you were a surfer dude back then. That's why <laughs> I was a surfer Sur- dude back then. I had much longer in hair. In Narragansett. That's right, with your long hair. My hairline was not nearly as high as it is now. <laughs> but um, it happens. But yeah, I mean, what did, did anything stand out? in this song to you yeah you know what I, I i kept saying okay well that's cool that's that's a pretty and I, I like you know the beginning of it like okay that's kind of the you know like you said the muted trumpet like okay this sounds very 40-ish i'm thinking squirrel nut zippers maybe something like that and then it yeah, kicked into something squirrel nut zippers yep then it kind of you know kicked into something hard it's like all right there's there's you know there's the, the heavier tones and everything and then when it that part that you just played you know when it went do do and then into that you know that that scar dub is like oh didn't see this coming up that that mix of stuff and then at the end you know it feels latin it felt a little like um you know when we we did that song with coldplay a little while you know a couple of episodes ago it just reminded me of that that you know here we are going back to you know some stuff the, the latin stuff that i liked and all so it had a, a mixing of all that uh, that stuff the first song that you, you spoke about that you said you like better i think you might have played mm-hmm. that for me a while ago because that sounded familiar when you mentioned that, probably but i don't remember it specifically so there's I've, some I really th- cool I've things that they do band. lyrically in that song but okay. um, this, the music in this is just so interesting because you go, you have the '40s jazz sound, yes, very and then much you so. have the kind of Latin feel, but you have the reggae dub stuff, yeah, and then the the chorus just kind of sounds like just rock music. Yeah, it's almost like it's got an identity crisis in a good way. In right, but good it way. all works yeah. so well together. Yep. It's now, really, and it's not something that you would like. I feel like when you think of like ska punk, like you say, the Mad Caddies is a ska punk band. And I think when you think of ska punk, you think of people like Streetlight Manifesto, where it's just really fast ska yep. with fast guitars and ridiculous yep. bass lines. Yep. And then just kind of screaming over that, which is, I, I love ska punk. We'll do some more ska punk in the future. We'll do Streetlight Manifesto. <laughs> See, I think for sure, traditional I think, ska, you know, more than that. But you, but you, I know you like the ska punk stuff, but yeah, right, right. Right. And I think, you know, I think when you think of ska punk, you don't think of, of such a diverse sound. So if you say like these guys are ska punk, you're going to get an idea in your head of what they sound like. You're not going to expect to have reggae and jazz and Latin and polka stuff in there. Um, And their albums are all so different. Like the Sea Shanties thing, there's one specific album that has like a lot of that kind of sound to it. And (laughs) it's just really interesting. Are we going to do an episode on on Sea Shanties? (laughs) We could. I actually watched a good movie on on Netflix about, uh, about, uh, it's called Fisherman's Friends. You would actually really like it. It's about about a a group of guys who sing Sea Shanties. But it was a really good movie. Check it out if you, my recommendation from from You're Not Listening. Um, Fisherman's Friends. 
I watched it with my father-in-law. It was great. There you um, go. Right. Yeah, but Shout I just, I, I, it's amazing how they can bring all of these different sounds together and make it work so well. And it's really like when they switch from one to the other, it is really impactful. It really makes you, if you haven't heard it, the song before, it really makes you turn your head up. That's the whole thing that was such a surprise for me. Is the, okay, this is going to be good. And all of a sudden, it's like, wait a minute, this just changed completely. And then it changed again. Yeah. And then it changed one more time near the end. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's and is cool. that representation the, um, of what they do? The, what they do? They they have that mix? Or are they mostly scar? Are they mostly you know Latin kind of feel? Or are they all over the place like that? It's mostly like a, a ska mix with jazz kind of stuff. Is what I'm okay. seeing mostly. Right. Okay. But um, every once in a while you'll get a song and it's like that is hardcore punk. <laughs> you yeah. know? Yeah. And, no, uh, so it's like really interesting. It's wow. really interesting to me. And uh, I what I think another thing I, I don't want to play too much of the song cuz I don't want to get us in trouble, but another thing that really stands out to me is the trumpet at the end. <laughs> Not muted anymore, but that's, no, that feels it's, very it's that it's very a Latin. very Latin feeling trumpet yep. here. I'll just play a second for you. Yeah, right. Like right. that is that's a very Latin feel to that. And and what's cool is he's isolating each one of those notes right if you're a brass player you'll understand what this is like you know he's using his tongue to isolate every one of those notes bum 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 as opposed to just fingering from one note to the other where it would be more smooth do 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 that's a latin that's a latin influence right and the the latin horns like that they isolate almost every note and that's what really makes it stand out which is really fascinating like i think if if he hadn't isolated each one of those notes I think it would sound a lot different. I think I don't think it would stand out as much. I think it would be more of a background almost, sound. Yeah, almost just more cheesy kind of in the background, not needed kind of thing. But this, this yeah. again, this just changed it up at, at the end too. Yeah, and, but it's not like obnoxious. Like it's just enough to make it fit in nicely with the rest of the song. And what's cool is when you watch him play on stage, the, the band does that. It's not like they have in the studio, they hired some hired gun to come do it. Like really, when you watch okay. this song live, like one of the band members is, has a trumpet. And just picks it and up and, just, and goes. And yeah. he's just doing wow. it. Yeah. Very wow. cool. And again, it, it was reminiscent of when we did the um, the, the song with the, the Rhythm, Rhythms Del Mundo uh, album from um, Bruno Vista Social Club and Coldplay, you know, with that whole yeah. Latin feel and stuff like the same thing. But that was an overdub of a song and, and like this. So these guys look like legit have that as part of their, their feel and their day-to-day kind of existence on stage in the band. Yeah. Crazy. Very cool. No, and it's funny, but, like when you watch the videos, it looks like a punk show. Like when they're playing at festivals and stuff, if they're playing yep. at like the Vans Warp Tour and stuff like this, like, and you see Perfect. the crowd yeah. and you see the the stage set up and everything, like it just looks like a punk show. Yeah. And then they play this stuff, and it's just like, whoa! It's, it's just really cool. And it works. And what do you know? What I do you just, know about the, these guys, just in general, the band? Not too much. Uh, I just pretty much from Wikipedia says yeah. they formed in 1995. Uh, they got seven full-length albums, one live album, and two EPs. They sold over five hundred thousand albums worldwide. So yeah, I was gonna say they they must have that kind of really you know um, dedicated underground following, following, which is one of those that you know you have to make sure you know what you're getting yourself into. But you walk into that room and you're gonna have a ball at one of yeah. those shows. I imagine so. Yeah, I imagine they're they're one of the bands are like if they're opening for another band that you went to see. You'll end up liking them uh, more than the band you went to gotcha. see. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's happened to me a bunch of times. We've and, all done uh, that, right? Right. Yeah. That's happened to me a bunch of times. And I feel like I don't know if they generally headline most of their shows or if they play in collaboration with other bands, but I feel right. like right. there's this is a, a band that will steal fans very easily. And they're US based or are they England? I mean, it sounds like it could have been something from the UK. California. Okay. I think that makes sense. Okay. 
Right. Interesting. Yeah, I think it's California. Um, California ska punk is nothing more yeah. California than than ska punk. <laughs> no, I like from them. The, I like from them the early two thousands. That would definitely like if if I was just randomly going to be listening to this particular podcast and I didn't know anything about these. That would make me go and try to find more about these guys because they're, they're such the catchy. You know, they they want to yeah. make it's good. It's something that you want to kind of get a little more deep dive into. So. Yeah, and I really recommend you guys go check out some of their other stuff. I can actually play a couple minutes of the song of Lay Your Head Down. Yeah, do that. That's the one I think that I, I'm pretty sure that you might have played that for me before. Very you Latin. see what I mean about the, the jazz and, and yeah, punk yeah, yeah, kind of yeah. stuff? Yeah. But hon. That's the song that I really like the best by them. And they do similar things to this. And that doesn't um, sound familiar to me, I have to say. I'm sorry. It's just such it's such an easygoing <laughs> feel that they have in their verses. And then the choruses tend to be a little bit more, a little bigger. Um, and it's just really, it's really good stuff. It's fun. <laughs> you know, yeah, it's fun. It's really enjoyable to listen to. And it's not like deep and profound. I mean, some of the <laughs> lyrics are pretty good, but it's not like something that you're like, like oh my god this is having a big impact on me but it's also not not <laughs> cheesy and and corny pop stuff like it's it's just good right. solid music for just just listening favorite part favorite part of the song is what i well i, my, I know it is like let me tell you what your favorite part of the song is the beginning when it goes do do and then it kicks into the to the ska beat 100 percent. really yeah okay i love a good transition know, we talked about that with rev yeah. i love transitions yeah. where there's either a stop in the music or if it's well, just a really impactful transition from one type of sound to another, I love that. That'll always. And do I was going to say that that because there is a stop near the end too, near the, about three quarters of the way through the song. There's a stop right before that Latin trumpet kicks in. Right, right. I was thinking, okay, you might like that as well. So this has all those elements that, like, um, okay, it just put Sean's name next to it because, okay, yeah. Oh, oh, what <laughs> no, a shock that, a, he, this, that he likes this. <laughs> this is a guilty pleasure episode for me, for sure. Um, mm. You know, I, I usually tend well to bring the cheesy songs that people think are really deep in the cheese. And, and I like because I like to talk about what makes those songs popular and, no. and why really? people actually like those things. But, yeah, this this is not a, a cheesy song. This is this is a, a guilty pleasure for me. It's just a song that I love. It's a band that nice. I really like. And I, I think more people should hear it. So that's right. why I wanted to do it. Nice. Well done. So okay, no who, who could you see that would be uh, the band that you would like to cover this? If anybody, uh, you know, there there was a time where I would say slightly stupid, okay, but I saw them live and I was really disappointed. Um, really, really, yeah, that was a, another show where I went and the the opening bands were fantastic and slightly stupid was headlining and I was really, really? we actually oh, left wow. halfway through their set because they were really doing they were not, it was not good. Wow. Um, okay. Inner Circle opened for them though, so that was la cool. la 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 yeah la, bad la, boys low low low. Lo, lo. <laughs> yeah, I saw Bad Boys played live. That was pretty cool. Um, and then, and then the Super Villains also opened for for them, and that they were fantastic. But yeah, um, yeah, was this a URI? Lupos. Oh, really? Okay. Oh, good band. Yeah, but we left halfway good, uh, through. Um, good venue. Yeah, yeah. We left halfway through slightly stupid set because it, it was not very good. But um, I would say maybe Ill Scarlet could could knock this out of the park. But it would be go. a very We've similar about sound. Ill yeah, it would we be a very similar sound. We should reach out. Uh, yeah, to those I'd guys. love to get the guys from Ill Scarlet on here. I would love to talk about one there's one song that uh i have been in love with for years by them that i i would really 
not Mary Jane, is it? It's not Mary Jane. <laughs> no, it's uh, actually. Have we talked about? Oh no, we talked about them on the summer playlist. A but little. no, yeah, yeah. It, it's yeah. one song that is not on. Um, it's not on Spotify. It's called "Who's Got It," um, and I really, I really like that one. But yep, yep. Hopefully, we can get them on the show. Future Reach goals. Out. So, Scarlet, yeah. guys, if you're listening to us, <laughs> YNL podcast. We'll have to <laughs> YNL uh, podcast. We'll have to just tag them in some of the posts and stuff. So. Um, Can you see anyone you know, again, else uh, covering this? I'm I'm showing my my um, lack of knowledge on ska bands and all. I mean, you you have a lot more deep dive into some of the bands than I do, especially the punk ska stuff. I was thinking, no doubt. Yeah, I can see no doubt when, doing when it. they when they were no but doubt like, not late not 90s, when, no not, doubt. Right before they got pre, too big, pre rock steady, right. no doubt. Right, that's what right. I would say when they really felt ska, you know, kind of thing. Yeah, when they really felt like they had. Yeah, that for felt. sure, I can see that hundred yeah. percent. Because um, of the range of her voice and all too, so I can just see that. But yeah, 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 they can they could do this for sure. That'd be cool. Nice, nice, good choice, um, good choice. All right, so that's what I have. Uh, if, yeah, if you, I don't have anything else to say about it. I just think it's a really fun song with some really interesting mm-hmm. sounds in it. Uh, I think I the other thing we to... should maybe try to reach out to those guys too. Maybe they'd be somebody that we'd be interested to come on and you know. Just yeah, talk we can talk about, about the music uh, too. So we can talk about really lay your head down. Yeah, if we get them, there you on. go. Because there's more guys. to talk about with that song too. So All good. right, nice. Next, so mine, um, mine is, is about straight as straightforward and um, predictable as yours wasn't. Mm. So um, what I, I've I've got this kind of <laughs> playlist in the back of my head that, or maybe on every playlist that I've ever created for every one of our trips that we ever used to go on, everything else that I would just kind of sprinkle in a song every so often that maybe somebody. And else they all sound like this so, one, by the way. Yeah, well, it's one of those that you know you. It's a specific you sound. You, know? you don't know about that. You know, all of a sudden you hear it so often because your dad plays it in the car as we were making a twenty-five hour drive down to Disney or something in the van. <laughs> um, that you think everybody knows the song when no one really does. But um, it's by Mick Deville, which is Mick Deville is the is the band name. This this it's a pseudo name for Willie Deville. Willie Deville who. Um, was a solo artist uh, coming out of New York City, you know, during the punk era and stuff like this. But this is so anti-punk that it, it was such a surprise. So uh, the song is Mixed Up Shook Up Girl. Yeah, so I'll give you a little taste of it here. She's a mixed up shook up girl Got me so strong I, I don't know what to do She's a mixed up, mixed up shook up girl so that's it. So go to the official playlist or click the link for the YouTube version uh, in the show notes. Listen to it. Come back. Listen to the full song, not just the little preview we played for you. Come back and then we will talk about it. So I just keep coming back to smooth, just smooth, you know, soulful. Um, interesting thing about um, Willie DeVille and and, uh, and the band that he kind of assembled to to play all this music and stuff, but um, he was lumped in at CBGB's down in the, the the early punk days with the Ramones and Blondie and Television and Talking Heads and all of these, you know, really kind of cutting edge bands and stuff. And here's this guy coming out. Now he he had a look, um, like from what I understand. Did, was he playing um, stuff like this back then, or was he yes, doing like yes. punk stuff? No, he was doing this kind of stuff, and it's like you know, out of nowhere, like he became like the house band playing on on midweek. While all these other crazy bands are coming down and setting the world on fire with their, you know, the talking heads were coming in on the weekends, you know, kind of thing. Mm. Um, but had his own, you know, very de- dedicated following and stuff. But, but like straight up soul 
coming out of the out of the city. And I guess you know, Willie Deville's one of those kind of supposedly misunderstood artists, from what I understand. And again, I don't profess to be an expert on him. So anybody who's listening to this, if you have some more information, please don't attack. Just come and in, inform that we know what we may not know. Um, <laughs> yeah. Please. Haters gonna hate, man. You know yeah, you're doing right. something right when you get when you get right. some haters. Right. Um. But you know they they said it's one of the first albums. It's Cabretta, I think it was, uh, which had this and Cadillac Walk and uh, Spanish Stroll and, and some really good songs. Um, she's so tough and some other things on it. Was oh, one I of think the I most. Know that one. Yeah, yeah. You would, you would, you you yeah. probably recognize it. Um, it was one of those that was the most underpromoted, underrepresented, and un, undersold, unfortunately, and, and underappreciated artists and 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 um and albums probably in in a lot of years from what people had said. Uh, very connected with um, the, the guy who was really connected with the wall of sound uh, from back in the, in the 60s and 70s and stuff. So mm-hmm. um, so has a, has a whole different kind of feel during the recordings and all. But to see him live, he has this like really like pencil thin mustache, long hair, um, this mullet that puts every other mullet to shame. Um, <laughs> see him out there performing, you know, sweating profusely crazy up and down the, the neck of the guitar talent uh and all but along so i can imagine that's that's the image that that they see you know when he's out performing and stuff but the songs that they put out on the album were just were amazing and, this um, has such a th- this, smooth this has a very familiar sound to some of the a lot of the other stuff that you listen to too kind of like the last one did with me right like this is like a the, the boardwalk rock sound right yeah. Yep. So it's yep. like it's like a little bit of Springsteen and a little bit of a lot of bit of John Cafferty, Cafferty Beaver Brown yep. Band. So and, a, yep. a, and yep. I feel like his voice kind of sounds like um, Elvis Costello in a in a Look, way. I I always picked up Elvis Costello, which I'm going to do. And what it is is it's that it's him. that light piano that goes throughout the whole thing. Yep. And, and then a little bit of the you know the dun 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 dun, dun like that kind of beachy guitar sound. Yep. It's just it's yep. such a specific sound. Um, that you hear it, from some some artists that like is it, it, you immediately get like this image and you're like okay this is this is where we're sitting in here this is the genre we're right. sitting in right when it probably just shows to to my the things that I enjoy you know that my my level of comfort with some of that stuff and to you know for no other reason than to sit back close your eyes turn it up and and listen to it and, and again create that image you know I mean obviously it's a mm-hmm. it's a sad song because it's about a girl who's strung out you know um a, a, who's really deep into the drug the drugs and and doesn't really have a a way out and all but um the the whole the whole feel of it especially in the middle of the song when it kind of kicks up a notch and changes key uh and then it comes back to the original I think just has such a smooth feel to it that you can't help but just kind of like sway to it yeah, so that last chorus, he he uh, he does a little like I don't know. He lets his kind of let, lets his voice go in it. Let me see if I can find it. Yeah, yeah. And he doesn't Again, do that soul. every every chorus. No, no. You almost wonder it if is that very was soulful. something. It that just sounds they, very easy. Yep. You almost wonder if that's something that they captured, you know, on the 43rd take or something of the, wow, he's, he didn't do that in the previous takes. We have to make sure we keep that in there because it just seems so much more genuine and kind of sincere, you know, on that side. Yeah, it and, feels and, like a one take guy, like, yes. a, like, a, yeah. like a million takes for all of the instruments. And then he just yeah. goes in the vocal booth and yeah. just does one take. Like, that's what yeah. it feels like. Yeah. And I guess he was a character. 
you know, so, you know, you, you probably wouldn't have them for long if you had them in the studios. Like, let's get it while we can, because we may not have, a, you may not be on this, on this planet for it too long. It definitely has a feel, it definitely has a feel like it's a band comprised of like hired gun studio musicians, like really good studio musicians. I, yeah, I think that's what it was. You know, came I think together and did this because it doesn't have the feel. It's almost too tight to have a feel of like a band, like a, a band that like okay. is always playing together, right? It, it, it almost feels like the the musicianship is too spot on that you're not okay. because when you have a band, you know, you get people playing off each other, and they, you know, the the it's not always as tight. But when you get like a group of hired guns musicians, and they're like, "This is what you're playing," they're like, "Okay." I'm going to play that yeah. exactly as I think it is. That, I think that, that kind of is the way he started when he was playing the CBGBs in, in some of the clubs down in Grange Village during that, that early punk scene that let's let's get a bunch of good musicians together and I'm going to lay my songs over over your talents. Yeah. You know, I think that's, that's what it feels like. That's Wikipedia. the feel that yeah. it has. And yeah. there's nothing wrong yeah. with that. It's just it's No, just I different. think it makes it tight. tight. Yeah. It, it's, and, and that's the kind of, for this kind of music, that's kind of what you need. Right. And you know, again, it's Willie DeVille, his... his um, he, he actually was his name. Either his real name was Billy Borsay, B-O-R-S-A-Y. But he he uh, took the stage name as Willie Deville. I was going to say that's pretty. That, that's pretty lucky to have a name that's named after a Cadillac model. So right, it's not. But and the, <laughs> the band he named after Mink Deville. He he named the the band not after he named the band Mink Deville. And the statement is um, we were sitting around talking about names, uh, and some of them were really rude. And I was saying, guys, we can't do that. I said then one of the guys said about how about Mink Deville. There can't be anything cooler than a fur-lined Cadillac, can there? Uh, DeVille <laughs> then also remarked about the name, what could be more pimp than a mink Cadillac? <laughs> there you go. You know? So yeah. you think about like, there you go. That makes some sense right there. So, so. That's funny. Um, but I, I guess, you know, in, in the um, the musical world, um, which would be interesting to see how some of the people off the, off the, new, the new Patreon page that we're, uh, connected with, um, that we're connected on. The um, new network. Network, excuse me. That we're connected on, uh, because I know there are some people who really um, are, are deep dives into into the world of music, unlike you know some novices that, that you and I happen to be. But um, I think he's a very well respected musician and um, and recording artist, and also you know from Mick Jagger loving that, this particular song and a bunch of other things that they've done to, to other bands that he's played with, recorded. Um, Boz Gags actually did a version of this song, and um, just it just it just screams. One that you should have on your playlist, maybe Midsummer, like you said, you know, maybe as you're walking down the boardwalk, I don't know. Um, I, but I think it's a, it's a band that probably a lot of people have either skipped over, they might have heard back in the day, um, but they might have forgotten about. And I, I think, and, and you know, somewhat like, like you just did, you know, when you go deeper into some of the other songs that the particular band has, um, it's not just this one. Cadillac Walk, Spanish Stroll. I mean, he, he's got some really, really strong, he used to do a version of to come a little bit closer, I think, from Jane the Americans. I mean, he just oh, he's he's got that's an amazing song, right? Right. So he's got he's got um, a catalog, uh, and if you would ever watch him, like go to a YouTube ver uh, version of of them playing live, you would think, okay, this beautiful soulful song that's that's gorgeous that just you know just just drips soul is being played by this guy, you know, because he doesn't look it, he doesn't look the part. Yeah. He look, you know, he's got he's got the um, um, Jerry Seinfeld puffy shirt on. You know, he's, he's got 63 necklaces and like I said, the, uh, the mullet that, and intentionally, I think over the top mullet going all the way down. He'd you know, fit really well in like the, the house band Just, at the Holiday Inn in 1978. Well, like. no, he probably fit well with the, the, the look of the, the, uh, the punk bands. 
back in oh, the day. But when he would get up and sing, it'd be like, wow, this is different kind of thing than just, mm. you know, the Ramones screaming, you know, in uh, in the clubs that got everybody excited because Willie DeVille had the same kind of following down there, which was really cool. So, Well, there, was, just, one, again, there was one guitar fill that I wanted to highlight that I really liked. Um, I'm not exactly sure. It was like after the first chorus, dun, right dun, when dun, he kind of went dun, into dun, the second dun, verse, dun, there's dun. a little guitar fill. Let me see if I can find it here. Take a breath. Right oh, there. Over, she said. Okay. Oh, After okay. he says in the night, burn, 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 and it's classic. I that's a, that I mean, before. that's a fill that's used in many, many songs. It's a, it's, okay. it's just straight on the scale, burn, but it's it so, fits so nicely, and I love that stood out to me. I really like that. Does that, that further thing. your argument of you know straight up strong musicians who know when to kind of fill in and when to step back and all and and they would they would do that no yeah way. and it may have somebody, even been calculated because there's musician. a bass fill somewhere in there too it's like after each line yep. there's either the guitar fill or a bass fill or something yep. or a vocal ride or something yep. that's like yeah it's probably pretty calculated but that i i really like that guitar fill it just it fits really nicely in there I like and I thought you were gonna say the the top the, the part just before that where it's the no I mean that's not a sound that I love that kind of like that's kind of Spanish beachy guitar that doesn't really do it for me I think that sounds a little bit cheesy well in any song it is in a lot of songs we talked about that that was in um when we talked about Megan Trainer we talked about that. Yeah, uh, and she has yeah. a little bit of that in her song too. I just think that's kind of a cheesy yeah. sound, but um, the yeah. the the more isolated fill after that so, line. But I that's like. cheesy in the two thousands and maybe in the nineties, but not in the seventies right. because it was probably unique then. Right, and that's why everyone did it. And now, yeah, that's <laughs> now right. It's cheesy. That's right. <laughs> right. Um, and I have to say the my favorite thing is probably the 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 chorus and the um the vocals. You know, with mm. uh, the backup singers and all too, just to have that that kind of depth in in the uh, in the song. You yeah, know, with the with the backups, I I just think it's a it's a nice song that I think of people that probably have missed and they probably need to get back on their their list. And and I think it's timeless. I think it's a song that could be just as as big and strong today as it as it was in the seventies and eighties. Mm-hmm. Uh, who can you see covering the song besides John Cafferty and Beaver Brown Band? <sighs> see, I, I wouldn't have thought them initially. Um, geez, I don't know. I haven't thought about that. Um, so someone, I mean, Buskags did it. I can see Van Morrison, but. He kind of sounds like Van um, Morrison too. Yeah, maybe. I mean, you know how much I love Van Morrison too. Um, Al Green, maybe. Oh, you know, okay. the Reverend. You know, maybe. <laughs> you sit, it, just think, of, just think of the chorus. That he's a mixed up sugar yeah. girl. You know, someone with, with Bruce just has that range and has the 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 deep the the deep sense of of um of of you know that commitment to to that particular chorus and. It's not just saying words, but it feels too at the same time. Mm. So Al Green, I, I'd go with okay. Al Green on that. How about you? Anybody? Were, were you going to say Bruce Springsteen? Probably. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Probably has covered it. I wouldn't. Make, I wouldn't be surprised. Maybe. So, you know. Um, yeah, but maybe. no, that's it. That, that's what. That's all I got. Again, uh, just the soulful kind of return to like, don't forget about this song because you may have it may have it may have been fallen off your uh, your list somewhere and probably needs to be put back on there. Cool. I like it. Well, I think that's all we have. Do you have anything else you want to get out there before we sign off? Uh, no, just thanks. Uh, good response from the last couple episodes and stuff. Um, yeah, you guys yeah, like again, having, you like it when we have guests. I don't know what that says about us, but 
Whoops. clearly people do like when we Bye. have guests. Um, I yeah. think you know having a couple having All some musicians world. on here is is really helpful uh, because you know Re- Rev was able to share some knowledge about some of his songs that we only would have guessed, um, you know, and that we didn't that we ourselves didn't pick up on, and that's what right. we do here, especially lighting people on fire as well. So, yeah. yeah, and and I, I've never spoken more about lighting a person on fire <laughs> than I did on that episode. So. Um, so, and how many times again, have we watched the video since that? If that's that intriguing to you and you haven't heard the last episode, <laughs> we talk a lot about setting someone on fire. So right, right. go check it out. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think that's all I got. So remember, we are on social media at YNL Podcast on Twitter and Instagram, and we share lots of fun little, uh, especially Instagram. I think Instagram is where we're most active. We try right. to share share all funny little little music memes and and inspirational quotes and all that fun stuff that everyone likes. So check us out. Connect with us on there. Um, if you are interested in being on the show, that's a great place to message us, either on Twitter or on um, on Instagram. But we are also on Facebook. We are going to be starting maybe a Facebook group soon. We got someone who is who is likely willing to head that up. So so we'll yep. announce that when it's coming. Uh, and then lastly, our Patreon page. Uh, it's a little messy right now, but if you want to check that out, you can. The link is in the show notes. We're going to be cleaning that up a little bit. And getting um, some new tiers and some new rewards for people who uh, support us on Patreon. And if there's something that you guys would like to get from us uh, that you think would be a good reward for supporting us uh, through Patreon, let us know and we can see if we can work some of that stuff in. So please let us know. And uh, keep a listen for uh, not just episodes like this that we're going to continue to do, uh, but we've had especially since the last episode that we did with, with Rev, we've had a lot of people actually reach out to us and the list is growing of additional guests down the road. Yeah, people uh, get that itch to talk about some, music. Like Rev said, he yep. doesn't get a lot of opportunities to talk about music. Yep. So the people and that actually, want to talk about music are, are starting to reach out to us, which is kind of cool. Yeah, which is nice. And maybe we'll even get Rev back on here and stuff too, because I want to talk to Breezy as well, you know, kind of make sure we get a, the full family thing going and stuff. But, yep. Yeah, the so, whole So keep family. an eye out for that too. They're going to be coming back in... Uh, and uh, other people who are going to be joining in as well. Yeah, and we're, we'll probably get some, uh, we have some listeners that have mentioned to us that they'd like to be on the show too, so maybe we'll get some of you Love guys it. on as well. Yeah. So Love it. Love that's it. it. Remember to listen to good music, stay hydrated, wear a mask, and don't be a dick. And we will talk to you next time. Bye-bye, folks. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. 
That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 